It's September 14th, 2020, and welcome to episode 43 of the Baby Metal Podcast. We gather in the podcast Discord server on alternate weeks to discuss news and thoughts on the past and future projects of Baby Metal. We invite you to join us, whether you're a longtime fan or have only just arrived. I'm Paul, and I am joined by Kevin. Hey, welcome back, everybody. And Callie. Hello, everyone. So I realized as I read that intro that it's been a month uh, since we recorded the last one. Not every other week, but um, that's okay. There's stuff that happened in that month that we will mostly be talking about this time. Yeah, we've got lots lots (laughs) to discuss. I think of this as being mainly around the topic of the release of Legend Metal Galaxy, which, you know, now is finally in people's hands and stuff. Although there's other news as well, but uh, it's mostly a news show, really. Yeah. Things have happened. Yeah. Uh, both positive and not, <laughs> but at any rate. <laughs> um, yeah, The so the Sakura Gakuin streamed graduation was right before we would have recorded two weeks ago, had we recorded two weeks ago. <laughs> so, it would have been hours apart for me. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, uh, and actually, not a lot happened up to that point, but a lot of stuff happened since that point. So probably just as well that we waited. Yes. Um, also, it would have been, it would have been immediately shockingly out of date. <laughs> yeah, it would have been. <laughs> so, uh, anyway. Okay. So maybe, maybe we can actually just start uh, there since that's among the, the news things, but later we'll, we'll get back to all of the legend metal galaxy stuff later. Um, we'll talk a little bit about Sakura Gakuin first. Our excuse for that is that, of course, Baby Metal was originally a subunit of Sakura Gakuin, so the ties there are strong. Avengers are from, uh, in large part, Sakura Gakuin. So, um, but okay. So uh, the good part was that we had uh, this streamed online uh, two-piece thing. So I think you probably recall we were talking about the challenges of buying the tickets to it and all that stuff. But um, eventually, I think. Both my simple way of buying tickets and Kevin's complex way of buying tickets uh, worked. <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. Did you watch um, it? Uh, I sort of. Yeah. I mean, I, I had it on. Um, you had it on. Yeah. Uh, of course, it w- didn't take very long to realize that I don't speak Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. <laughs> so. Uh, so yeah. I mean, I think. Um, I was sort of, I was, I sort of had it, had it going, but I wasn't, I wasn't paying super close attention to it. Partly my own feeling toward it. Like I, so Kevin, I know you're, you've followed it a little bit more closely. Uh, I was mostly there because I wanted to, I I wanted my numbers to count. I wanted my vote Mm. to be in for them doing this. So I kept it streaming, uh, but I wasn't always watching. Right. Well, that's good. I think it shows, you know. I think it shows Amuse that that's a viable thing for their groups. Exactly. That was that was the hope. Yeah. Um, did you want to say anything about the, uh, you know, the actual broadcast? Not particularly, because it still kind of hurts. But uh, I, I will say they did a really good job with what they had. Um, mm-hmm. I was really impressed. It was very obvious that Amuse invested in it and kind of knocked it out of the park. I think they could have been cheap and done a static camera pointed at a stage, but they didn't. Um, it was a it was a really good product. Mm-hmm. It was it was really it was really nice. It was it exceeded my expectations. 
Yeah, one of the things that was was cool was the fact that they did have they kind of had more camera access in a way than they would normally, right? Because there's just nothing else. They they don't have to worry about blocking anyone's view. Yeah, so definitely the cameras were right there. Yeah, they were right there. They had a guy on stage with a steady cam who was running through dances and things like that. It was it was really well done. They invested, mm-hmm. and it was really nice to see that. I don't know. So the, they, there were two pieces to it. One was a, a part of it was a normal performance, mm-hmm. <laughs> but the the first part was this uh, last homeroom thing, right? Uh, and is so I'm not too. Uh, maybe this is maybe this is too off topic to even be talking about. But um, I'm not all that up on like what fresh is like. Was that like fresh or was that like its own thing? Uh, that is not like fresh. Okay, it is its own thing. It was pre-recorded. It was about 50 minutes prior to the RTG live starting. And it was interesting in that they were very, they were there in the last homeroom, but they were, you know, they were distancing. Yes. <laughs> you know, they had weird little plastic shields between them and stuff. Yeah, those were weird. Aww. Anyway, okay, so that that seemed like that was a pretty, pretty good success. Um, they, they did this thing, this stream, um, and I think the archive, the archive was... Like you could watch it even after the fact, I think, for a little bit on with your tickets. Yeah, I think it was a couple of days. It yeah. was up. Uh, so I think you know everybody was kind of pleased about that, uh, and then they surprised everybody with an announcement that uh, you know, like just basically just as soon as the streams were no longer available, and all that was finished, uh, they announced that this coming year is the last for Sucker Go Queen. That they're they're going to continue through August 2021, but that after that, but that's it, um, and that's pretty rough. <laughs> I think that hit a lot of us pretty pretty hard. I, I hadn't been following it myself that closely, but I mean, particularly p- for people who were continuing on, uh, it's weird to think that they're not going to be around, and it's weird and it's sad for the people who just joined or are not going to you know, even are partway along and are not going to make it to the graduation. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. That's, that's about all I have to say about that. It sucks. The, in their announcement, they, they said, and you know, I mean, whatever people do and don't believe it. And, you know, it probably is partly true and partly not and whatever, but the, the announcement that they made was basically that um, roughly it seemed like they were saying this model of talent development isn't, it isn't working as well as it would to just develop talent in a more individualized way. And so they're moving away from this group thing and more toward individual talent development. So with that, if, if we believe them, that means that is essentially not, it's not really pandemic related. It's not really finance related. It's really sort of, although it could be that, you know, this, all this pandemic stuff has caused them to stop and rethink, you know, like, what is it that they actually want to do? Um, you know, so it may be related in that way, but it, their claim is anyway that that this is really actually more of a results thing than you know, like what they what they think will work better than this thing, rather than a rather than a finance thing or uh, the world is impossible thing. Yeah, that is kind of my thoughts on it as well. I, I think it's probably pandemic related adjacent. Yeah, um, I, I'm sure the majority of that group's income was live events. Yeah, and not being able to do that kind of sucks. Right, right. I, you know, I mean, I think, but I bet they. I don't even know if they were. I don't know how important it was that they were sort of 
profit making either. No, I don't think it was important at all. I'm pretty confident in assuming that that group has always operated at a loss and they didn't care because the return on investment is what they produce later. Right. Yeah, that's that was that was sort of my assumption. So, uh, you know, and ultimately it's going to be kind of um, it's going to be kind of a bleak year for that last year too. I mean, like, because they could, if it really had been kind of like the state of the world and the pandemic and stuff, then they could have just sort of like paused for a year in a way. I mean, you know, obviously all the people that are in it, it would be hard to know exactly what to do with them for that year. But, um, but nevertheless, basically what they're doing is proceeding through that. Uh, and then once it's hopefully over, they stop. (laughs) So anyway, so anyway, this is sobering, saddening news um, that kind of dampened the the thrill of the road to graduation broadcast pretty quickly. Yeah, that was a real roller coaster of emotions for a couple of days there. Yeah, but we would have recorded our previous episode right between those two things, yeah, <laughs> which would have been really hard to go back and listen to. <laughs> Definitely. Okay. Anyway. Um, I think we were, I was hoping that we would know by now what was in Hedobon volume 27. So that was that I, I'm sure we mentioned this before. Let's see what were they I think they asked something like 100 different musicians or bands what their favorite performance was, mm-hmm. favorite show. Mm-hmm. And we we know their answers. But I think their answers are more sophisticated than we got. I mean like so we know that Moa said Korn and Sue said Rammstein. Mm-hmm. But yes. We know a little bit more about what Moa says. Moa said something. She picked corn because it was based partially on watching them pushing through a kind of adversity. You know that that, uh, and I don't really know the background here exactly, but there, you know, there's a um, it's kind of like a, a blood condition or something that the singer maybe so one of the one of the uh, main people in the band has, and Moa was impressed at sort of like how he was able to just kind of like still put on an epic show despite that. You know, so I, th- I thought that was kind of interesting that it was, it was really, it wasn't just about you know, like, oh, it was cool looking it, or, you know, just picking some random band, you know, that sounds like something Baby Metal would like, but you know, like she put some thought into it and expressed a reason for it. She's always very thoughtful when it comes to things like that. Mm-hmm. The singer's Jonathan Davis, by the way. Uh, and Sue said something even longer, but the photo that we have of what she said doesn't, we don't see enough of the characters to translate it. So I don't know what she said mm. yet. <laughs> But something about Rammstein. Right. That's we talked pretty long for something that isn't actually quite news yet, but soon we maybe get a, <laughs> we'll get a, a translation of that. I my copy of this is sitting, you know, in Tenso, of course. Of course. Like many other things at this point. Uh let's see. The only I guess the only other just sort of brief um non Legend Metal Galaxy related thing that I wanted to mention uh was that just like just recently days ago um a day ago something like that there's a there's a pretty interesting video uh by andrew hartley sort of talking through the doki doki morning video uh but also sort of talking about the group basically the the premise of this or the the mission statement was uh i think he he basically just wanted to make some videos about you know kind of his perspective on a band he loves <laughs> but it's it's actually really quite deep and it goes into the background on the group and reactions and the fans and the uh, kind of Western perspective on all of these things and mis- misunderstandings and stuff like that. It's I found it really interesting to listen to. So I would 
just I'm just plugging it. <laughs> Basically, is all I'm doing. <laughs> Hopefully, they'll make more. But uh, so, Legend Metal Galaxy was released. So we have all of the, you know, all the various different editions have been shipped. Uh, I was super impressed that my stuff from Osmart showed up on the release day. On the on the ninth, yeah. I had it in my hands, and I am in the U.S. Same. Did you? That's awesome. Crazy impressed. So do we all have whatever we ordered at this point? Yes, yes. Yes. Excellent. I even have my Wembley merch. <gasps> no. Oh, that is amazing. I know. It finally showed finally. up. Finally. I actually emailed uh, Live Nation about two weeks ago. There's some interesting timing there. So I emailed them about two weeks ago. The day they finally get back to me, they get back to me to tell me, Oh, it was delivered today. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> sure enough, it was in my mailbox. <laughs> I emailed them back because I also asked them about my Legend S merch. And a few days later, like, oh, it just so happens it shipped today. <laughs> We're emailing <laughs> you. Today. Here's the tracking number. <laughs> oh, that's. I hope it's not the case that they don't know, <laughs> you know, that they only remember which ones they've shipped by whether you email them. <laughs> So yeah, that was kind of my worry that I poked the bear and they're like, oh, shit, we should send this. <laughs> yeah, um, mine is actually I have a tracking number for my Wembley stuff. It should be here in a day or two. No word on Legend Us yet. Right. Well, we'll see if I get the cards. Oh, the cards. Yeah, I didn't get them with mine. Hopefully I'll get some with the from the stuff from Smart because mine arrives on Tuesday. Yeah, the cards are really weird. Yeah. It seems random. Some people get them, some people don't. Some people that get them get two. Some people that get them get like ten. <laughs> yeah. So. Give me one. <laughs> I, I saw somewhere someone posted someone got like seven of them. It's like, what? what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, and some people don't get any. And um, some people, they say, you know, thanks for watching Legend S, but some people get them with their Wembley stuff. <laughs> So bizarre. This has been the worst. <laughs> yeah. And I think it's quite possible that, you know, I mean, those are probably pretty easy to make. So it's quite possible that they just, you know, <laughs> just ran a whole bunch more. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. I, I'm kind of curious to know what they originally intended. Um, my guess is they originally intended to include one per thing because it's a double sided card. And, you know, I think it, I thought it was nice that they thought to include two, but it does seem like it's just sort of grab some handful, empty is acceptable, and throw it in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's any rhyme or reason to it. Yeah. I'm sure there was a plan, but the people putting the packages together didn't know the plan or didn't care to follow it. Maybe they just laid out all of the packages open on the floor and just like threw out the cards and they just landed where they did. <laughs> Dumped them from the ceiling like confetti. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> anyway, so we'll see if I get a card at some point. Yeah. But back on topic, I, I was impressed that I got Legend Metal Galaxy the day it came out. Yeah. Uh, DHL was predicting possibly a few days later, but then suddenly they, they, you know, changed their prediction and it was, it was like today. <laughs> okay. So. Yeah, same for me. Um, the ninth, what did I think, a Tuesday? DHL projected Friday. Yeah, same for me. Yeah. Um, and I think that probably there's 
uncertainty about customs and things like that. But uh, so it's a good job. How smart. Yeah. They worked pretty well for that. Uh, they did not work very well for the next thing we're going to talk about. <laughs> How's that for a segue? Not bad, right? So one kind of ridiculous thing that Baby Metal did kind of, uh, you know, accompanying the release of this was they did this, this thing was was clearly targeted at a Japanese audience. It was only kind of announced in Japanese uh, and it was sort of three hours convenient for Japan. <laughs> it was a YouTube streamed event called, what was it? Babynet da da da? Yes. <laughs> so. Yes. What did you, uh, did you guys watch this? I assume you I did. did. I had it on kind of in the background because I was at work. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I kind of watched like a little bit on my lunch break, but I was mostly just waiting around for the merch. Yep. I set an alarm, got up early and everything. Yeah. So for our US listeners, maybe some international, I don't know how far the reach is, but if you're familiar with QVC, the cable shopping network here in the US, where they spend some time talking about things, trying to get you to buy those things. Um, that's essentially what this was. They played six songs from Legend of Metal Galaxy. And as a segue in the middle of those songs, Koba dressed as Baby Bones, wearing a name tag, trying to get you to buy Legend of Metal Galaxy. Mm-hmm. That's really what it was. Um, I guess one thing I do want to stress or whatever is that this was a parody of an existing thing. Yeah. It, it wasn't just like, oh, Koba did an infomercial. <laughs> you know, it was based on Japan Net Takata, uh, you know, which is where Baby Net da 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 comes from. You know, it has a lot of the same kind of iconography. And this, and, and so the Japan Net Takata, that's the thing that's like QVC, right? Right. So at least for people who did not see it as a parody, there was a certain amount of derision about this. Oh my gosh. You know, like <laughs> they've gone, they've gone totally over off the deep end and they're just, mm-hmm. you know, pawning merch on us. But, and that I think is why it's sort of relevant that it was kind of Japan only, because this is something that is probably in the consciousness of everybody pretty much in Japan right. and not in the consciousness of anybody outside. <laughs> yeah, I think that's fair. To our credit, though, the community figured out that this was a parody pretty quickly. Yeah. And it's pretty funny, actually, <laughs> when, when seen <laughs> that way. I mean, so. Yeah. My thoughts on it are, while that happened, it exists. The way they teased it was they they said that there was going to be some special merch. And yes. after the, they said they were going to play little clips from Legend Metal Galaxy, which they did. Um, and then when that was done, they would give a link to sort of special merchandise that was only going to be available for like the two hours after that ended. Yeah. It was three hours, I think. Three hours. Three hours from the start. Yeah. Three hours from the start. Yeah. Yeah, It was like 9 PM to to midnight. So basically the idea is you, we didn't know what it was going to be, but you watch the, watch the stream. And then at the end, they'll tell you like what the merch is. And he demoed it too. Uh, Like, so the the merch was an apron and (laughs) a bag. An apron with a name tag. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's about my reaction as well. At I, can't, I can't wait. 5.40 in the morning. It's like, wow, I got up for an apron and a handbag. Yes. <laughs> and you know what's cool is they don't actually even say baby metal on them. The apron does. Oh, it has it on the pocket. Yes, very small, Yeah, but ah. it's there. What, okay. I, what I thought, if you have loads of like baby metal patches, or I know you got some in some of the recent the recent tour, you could actually put a mm-hmm. pat, one of the patches on your apron. 
Ah, a battle apron. Oh, that's a good yeah. idea. That's my I idea, like copyright. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. So <laughs> anyway, uh, but yeah, it's mainly uh, it's mainly BMD Fox is the is the logo. So mm-hmm. um, hypothesis being that BMD originates from Baby Metal Death, <laughs> presumably. Right. But I don't actually know what the status of it is, but it's essentially like the record label. Yeah. Yes. So uh, that does nothing but them. But I was I was I'll be I'll be honest. I was a little disappointed. I was like, really. A yeah, BMD is, Fox is quite apron and bag. I got it for this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, and the, the image that they showed, um, you know, sort of promoting it ahead of time showed like this, like a Koba behind a little desk with candles on it, mm-hmm. uh, wearing, uh, I mean, wearing the, the name tag that, that says he's Koba metal and, uh, holding a little like scanner <laughs> to check you right. out. And along the sides, there was sort of like, you know, uh, merch on shelves basically and uh all along the right side was just like a whole bunch of legend metal galaxy copies and then on the left there were um basically covers of singles so you could see distortion there you could see elevator girl and papaya uh, <laughs> but the thing that was cool was that uh you could also see doki doki morning and mm-hmm. uh like you know, they could see the old the old things yeah and so for a while, I was thinking maybe that means that they'll release like 12 inch vinyl versions of old singles. And maybe they still will, but they didn't do it then. Yeah. No, you get an apron. Yeah. <laughs> Buy your $30 apron and love it. Yes. So did you? I did. Of course. <laughs> yeah, okay. Just checking. <laughs> I think, uh, yeah. It took a I while. I only got though. one. Yeah. The, I did only get the one. The site was very, it was bombarded with people and it did crash or you had to go in like a queue didn't you i eventually got in but then it did sell out eventually and some people couldn't get it oh really oh really i didn't yeah, know that. i thought it was like a pre-order thing and i thought it wouldn't sell out but did it too. did that's pretty rough yeah we yeah. as a fandom hugged the crap out of a smart it was awful <laughs> yeah no it was it um it really stressed that site out badly yeah, i mean like it was basically a distributed denial of service attack on mm-hmm. <laughs> on the store um, I did manage to get through eventually, but it was Same. slow. Yeah. I was actually really surprised that we managed to hug that. Thinking back, I think uh, the Wembley stuff I ordered from Smart when that happened, it was slow, but it worked. It, it I never yeah. just timed out. Yeah, and this was actually erroring out for people. Yeah, it was actually erroring out. Eventually, they, they said, all right, well, this, <laughs> sorry about this, it's not working. So they extended it from midnight to noon. Like, they they gave it an extra half a day. Which is even more annoying because I could have just slept. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And I do, I kind of, I kind of wonder, I mean, like in a sense that looks good for baby metal that, that like, look, people were so enthusiastic about this that they took down the site. So, <laughs> you know, a little tiny piece of me wonders if maybe that was kind of all staged, but it was pretty annoying anyway. It was, it was effectively staged. They really did make the site slow. They did. It really made me wonder what happens if perfume does something like that. You know, like how how do they handle that traffic? Yeah, exactly. Another thing that was sort of relevant here was that uh, when Kobo was talking, um, they they ran this music in the background, and well, okay, so 
I have a hypothesis about this, which is that that music is nothing. That's part of the parody. You know, it's not a tune that we recognize. Uh, so I think people are eager to think that it's a new, like a piece of a new song that we will eventually get, like we eventually got Shine. <laughs> um, Maybe. My my own hope is like thinking about this, listening to it and thinking about it. Um, I think it is too unsophisticated to be part of anything that, I mean, like it really feels like it's just someone doing scales mm. on a guitar. <laughs> Basically it's, yeah. I mean, it's, it's not, there's no, there's no complexity to it at no, all. No, it doesn't stick out at all. Yeah. Um, so I think I would be disappointed if they, if they thought this was worthy of their name. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. I hadn't considered the complexity of the song as an indicator of it being one thing or another. I think we just heard too much of it. Like we we heard enough of it to know that there just wasn't anything. It seems like intro music to like a sports show or something. <laughs> um, yeah, it felt to me like generic metal riff dot wave. Yeah, something that you would download when you need to get past YouTube copyright and DMCA. Yeah. I can't see them doing a dance to that either. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> The only context I can think that would might be would be in the thing that sits in um, like the future metal spot of album four. That's kind of like prepare yourself for, you know, get ready to rumble or whatever. (laughs) 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 Prepare to rumble. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. Anyway, I mean, people did uh, hypothesize that this was a variant on the actual Takada theme. And I'm not sure that there's actually a consistent Takada theme, but at least what I could see on YouTube, I've heard a couple of things that didn't really sound like it, but it's possible that those are just old and what is currently playing in Japan actually sounds just like this. I don't know. Maybe that's it on that. Yeah, It's a thing. Yep. It happened. I was briefly on the YouTube channel. Oh, that's right. That's right. We did. <laughs> we watched. Uh, yeah. Because we we saw. Is it Dada Dance? Yeah. Yeah. That you're in at the beginning. Yes. So. Yeah, we were, the, those of us who were in the Discord all whooped in appreciation mm. of that. <laughs> <laughs> Still not as cool as uh, Callie being in an official video. <laughs> For a split second. Yeah. Still worth it. <laughs> yeah, so I guess I'm the, I, I'm, I'm the one that has to like somehow find an audience camera and a future yes. one. <laughs> but. Get out of the seats, get in the pit. Yeah. <laughs> For it'll be my last show. <laughs> um, perhaps worth it but okay let's see um what else there were there were some live viewings that they did in theaters i think it was the day after actually the release of legend metal galaxy they did shows in theaters and people thought maybe you know maybe they'll announce something maybe they'll do something but as far as i could tell not much happened they just showed them in a theater in a, a distanced theater yep it came and went so yeah, they're really promoting this one, eh? They didn't sell much there, did they? Did they sell much? Normally they do. The, oh, at the live viewings? The live, live viewing, yeah. I'm they surprised. did for Legend M. Yeah. There yeah. was a towel or something? Or yeah, a, so. No, a poster? There's something I'm something surprised. flat and rectangular. <laughs> I'm surprised. They love getting that money out of you. They really do. That's what was really funny I thought about. Koba standing behind the register with a little checkout gun. <laughs> I was yeah. like, wow, this is really on the nose. <laughs> yeah, it does. It, it, um, 
there there is a kind of a you know uh what am I trying to say cliche i guess <laughs> about mm-hmm. about you know Koba and milking the fans and things although you know nevertheless whenever this comes up i am repeatedly reminded of the fact that um there are a million things that they if they if they actually wanted to make money they could there are a million things they could do that would mm-hmm. make money that they don't do yeah <laughs> so um Jag Lemans in chat says LMG has had more marketing than Metal Galaxy. Do you agree with that? I don't, I don't know that I agree with that. Yeah, it feels like it. It feels like <laughs> it because it's relevant, but it's also been almost a full year since Metal Galaxy came out. Yeah. They pushed that pretty hard. They did. I, I would say. And there um, were a lot of versions to buy. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Well, and, and also there were a lot of versions of Legend Metal Galaxy, yeah. <laughs> too. But did it come with a lipstick? <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was one. There was one of Metal Galaxy that did that, right? Yeah, it was. I bought it. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, I think that was one of the ones I did not get. Yeah, that was the one from, I think it was from a German uh, website. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. But uh, on the versions um, of Legend Metal Galaxy, there are many. So it's streaming worldwide which is great. I think this means that now Western markets, because the streaming services have the audio, this is basically the Western introduction to both BMC and syncopation. I think that was never available before. So that's nice. And they're good versions. Uh, I was going to say that's the end of the West, the Japanese exclusives, but you're right. Um, up, down, left, right. Uh, BBAB mm-hmm. is no, is still Japan only. Yeah. Right. Because they didn't play it. But okay, so uh, there are there's the the one set, which comes with a photo book and a flag and the audio CDs and Blu-rays. There's the Blu-rays alone, like in a, just a little Blu-ray package. Uh, there's the limited edition sort of twelve inch. It, it's like a twelve inch vinyl sized thing um, that you could, that has the Blu-rays in it. You can get the CDs by themselves. What each night too? So a couple yep. of Sites have advertised this as two new live albums. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which is pretty cool. Um, but okay. Uh, I think we all actually got the one set. Yes. I have not opened mine. So someone who's opened it can talk about it. I, I opened it today on camera, so I uh, I know all about it now. Uh, oh. Yeah. So what do you think? It's Give us a preview of the video. Stunning. It's quite unique, I think. It's definitely a lot different to the other ones like the Forum or Wembley, just because it's got both days. So when you open it up, it's got day one on one side and day two on the other. It is stunning. And then the special interview comes out on a, um, it like opens out to like three pages. So that's really nice. And just generally, it's just lovely. Yeah, it is really nice. Really, And the flag as well. That's That's cool. Yeah. Although I didn't vote, didn't I vote guess. for that design, but you know, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the the pictures I've seen, I haven't, you know, like mine's still all tucked into the thing, but um, it's big, it's large, that flag. Is it is it bigger than um the tall flag? I haven't actually opened it up. I'm not sure. I haven't opened the flag. Yeah, well, but but you're right that the um um the box. The, the box itself is big, although I'm looking, I'm looking at, you know, it's funny. I have this shelf and it's full of the one editions, <laughs> uh, but they're all in their boxes. And so it really just looks like, mm. you know, half a shelf full, full of mm. like nondescript cardboard with Japanese on it. 
Right. <laughs> but they all do. And like the tops of all of them line up. So they're all basically the same size. <laughs> yeah, there it is. It's so pretty. Oh, and the, don't get me. The photo book as well. Oh, stunning. Yeah, I will say I know it on the photo book. I think it's of the photo books that have come out recently. I think it's the best one. Oh, really? Yeah, I think it's definitely yeah. that one of um, the, the two page version of BMC, but like the BMC yes. logo at the back. Oh, it actually gave me goosebumps when I turned that page. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think from a technical perspective, they actually pick some good photos this time. Yeah. Everything's in focus, as I expect. Um, and it actually kind of tells the story across two days, whereas... I think some of the more recent photo books were kind of hit or miss on the quality of the images, you know, kind of the form as an example, when we talked to Darren, you know, some pages Mm -hmm. out of focus, odd choices just kind of seem thrown together last minute. Uh, This photo book feels kind of the opposite of that to me. Some thought actually put into each page and the photos are, I think are better. Yeah. I think there's a lot less close-ups in this one, I think. Hmm. There's a lot of close-ups in the forum one. This is like mostly just most of the the girls that are on stage and a lot of crowd shots as well. I'm just looking for it now. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if that's an indication that they care less about not showing the Avenger. Yeah, yeah. One thing I did notice is that on the things that I was focusing on when I watched the show itself, um, they did a fair amount of really um, symmetrical stuff. You know, like they would they would show... Moa do something and then they would show the Avenger do something. I mean, like it wasn't, it wasn't like an entirely Moa show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it was, it was fairly well balanced, even though they, they, you know, haven't named who the Avengers were, but. Right. Um, I, I think another interesting thing worth mentioning is I think for the f- first time that I can actually notice, I think the cut or the edit is different on the Blu-ray than the Wow Wow broadcast. What, the whole thing, or just certain songs? I think just certain parts. It's mm-hmm. it's largely the same, but it's it has different enough moments for me to notice. They do change it quite often. I mean, they change the forum and uh, the Legend mm-hmm. S. I know they change that. Uh, is it less jumpy? No, it's about the same as far as hypercutting, but there there's different jumps, if that makes sense, in some places. I haven't actually watched it all the way through, Um which is sort of sad, but I mean, no, it hasn't been, I, haven't, I haven't had it very long. No, um, I've only watched the Wow Wow book. I haven't actually watched the whole thing yet. Right. Yeah. Nor, um, nor have I seen BMC. <gasps> oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's the main thing I watched, right? I know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm waiting. I'm waiting. You, you can feel free to talk about it. I doesn't mind. I don't mind. I might notice more things if you like talk about it. So, yeah. So I got the... Um, the limited edition 12 inch one as well. Um, oh yeah. And that's the one I opened. So I opened that and took the, you know, ripped the Blu-rays <laughs> so <laughs> that I no longer have to use the physical things. But, right. um, that is big. That is big and nice. Um, you know, it's, it's kind of like the, um, sun and moon editions, I suppose, of the album and in, in a sense, but it's, it's very, it's big and colorful on, you know, on each side. Yeah. And, yeah. It's actually three a threefold thing. It's so unlike the other ones, it doesn't. It, so unlike Tokyo Dome, which is just it just opens up. Um, this has three panels. Oh, does it? Um, oh, I want it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty. I'm I'm pretty pleased with it actually. Um, 
I think because I got that, I got a poster. I think the poster didn't come with the one set, or did it? Did you guys get a poster? Well, no, we just got the flag. No, just okay. the flag. Yeah. So the fact that there was a poster meant that this thing shipped in a gigantic box. <laughs> I mean, oh, did know. it ship flat, the poster? Uh, it was in a tube. Ah. Uh, well, it's not exactly a tube. It's a it's a rectangular tube, if there can be such a thing. But it was it's contained <laughs> in a it's contained in a box that is sort of poster sized that was inside the bigger box. Ah. And I haven't taken it out. I don't actually even know how big it is. I I just know that it was big enough that it made the Osmart box be huge. Mm. Yeah, that's about it on that. Uh, we can we can consider talking about BMC briefly. Um, Go for it. So. That's the thing that's new, even apart from just the video of it. Uh, we have it on our on our CDs, right? And one of the things that I, I noticed pretty immediately listening to it is that it's longer. <laughs> like I, I guess I didn't I didn't pay that much attention to the fan cams back from when this happened, but um, they extended a bunch of parts of it um, or yeah. a couple of parts of it. Yeah, I knew that. There's just more time to kind of like get the crowd chanting along and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty cool. And I think it also gave people more time to, to deal with those gestures. Cause there, there are gestures that go along with the BMC. Yes. Um, and I think in the shows that when they played that afterwards, um, I'm not, I'm not actually sure to be honest. Now I don't know about what happened in the, in the tour after this, but I don't think that, I think they, I think they went, but I don't think they had that extended part anymore. Is that true? Do you, no, does anyone no, know? it was just the full song. Yeah, well, the the extension was so that the stage could drive forward. Yeah. Right. So without the stage driving forward, there was really no need for that. Yeah, but I think it also did sort of um, background those little BMC symbols too, because I mean, like uh, because they were extending that part, there was just a lot of them, a lot of Sue in particular, like sort of doing the 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 signs, <laughs> right. <laughs> The baby metal gang signs or whatever they are. Yeah, but that's um, such it's such a it's a good song. <laughs> I really do kind of like it. Um, somebody was sort of talking about the you know like asking the question of whether it would be a good song if any if someone else performed it. You know, like is it intrinsically a good song or is it mm. just a good song in their context? And I don't know the answer to that, but in their context, it's a good song. <laughs> I don't know the answer to that either. It's interesting. Like it's quite possible that I wouldn't like the song if it was somebody else. <laughs> Sure, but I don't know. Yeah, actually, the the only uh, the only other thing I was going to mention, which in fact, um, well, okay, so this is about again about the audio, but back when the fan cams happened, um, there's a part in the middle of the song where it's just her solo, right? You know, she she does a little bit of um, a cappella rapping, right? (laughs) And um, you could sense like she kind of laughed through part of that in. In on the spot, like she giggled a little bit, um, and you could hear it in the fan cams. And the audio for the Blu-ray and the CD has has covered that up a bit. I think Aww. I originally thought that they re-recorded it, but I don't think they re-recorded it. I think they just I think they just kind of touched it up. So you can kind of you can kind of get a hint of it there, but it's not. But it isn't really it's not really there in the same way. I mean, like it's quite yeah. obvious in the fan cam. <laughs> Definitely. In that in the interview, which we will eventually talk about here, um, it, it kind of gets a, a sideways reference as well. But I guess the only other thing the only other thing about the video that I was just going to mention is that um, 
that was what that was the place where I was thinking that it was pretty well balanced. That that you know they would show Moa do something and then they would show the Avenger do something and and uh, and it was very precise. But I think that might just have to do with the um, uh, high definitionness of it, as opposed to the fan cams we saw in the tour <laughs> afterwards, right? So it's possible they were precise on tour as well, but I just like it. Uh, it really sort of stood out as very sharp. It may be because it was the first time they did it. Uh, okay, so sort of the last thing I have in my notes here um, is this interview. So the the one edition came with this. I wasn't sure what form to expect it in, but it's a it's a fold out, you know, yeah. three panel, dense with text interview in Japanese. <laughs> So it says text to Yosuke Yakawa at the end uh, and uh, doing a little bit of sleuthing. Uh, it seems that this is someone who has interviewed them both for Hedobana and Young Guitar before. So I think this is this is someone that they've worked with and, you know, trusted and stuff to do this. We don't have official, as as we're recording right now, we don't have, you know, anyone sort of seriously translating this. Um, we have Lenzer took the you know the characters and transcribed them into something that you could copy and paste into a trans a translator <laughs> and so um, many of us have had a chance to look at the the you know machine translated version but ha- so have you guys looked at this yeah because someone's posted their translation today i've watched it. it's only part one though so that's only half the interview i think well we can probably talk about that one next time when both parts are out and maybe we have a more complete translation yeah yeah, maybe that's maybe that's best actually. I think that's uh look forward to that. I guess next time. There's two momentous things coming up. Our episode 44. <gasps> 44. Oh, and actually the anniversary of the forum, if that counts as momentous, could be. Oh, yeah. So, 4 weeks from now at the recording time is actually October 11th when um the forum was a year ago. Oh. Uh, but it's also the day after October 10th. <laughs> so, yes. Um, 11 does come after 10. Yeah. Um, and October 10th, as you might remember, is the date that they have been promoting ever since, ever since I think, uh, <laughs> Legend Metal Galaxy, right? Um, maybe even before. When did they first, well, when did they first uh, mention that date? Oh, it was in a show in Japan, wasn't it? So they started teasing the 10th anniversary at the Sun Also Rises, I think. Yeah. Okay. So that, but yes. then that was I'm probably trying already. Trying to remember they if they included October in that. I don't remember. But that was, I think, the first time they mentioned the tenth anniversary XX day. Yeah. I think pretty pretty early. It was pretty unambiguous that October tenth was the date yeah. that they had in mind. So because I think it was, I think it was lined up with some other date. You know, that was in the same format. So mm-hmm. it wasn't. It's not even misinterpretable. <laughs> Right. Um, so that'll be interesting to record on the 11th. We will, there will certainly be things to say. I'm hoping that the things we have to say are not, why didn't anything happen? <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, or, wow, that was really cool. Something happened. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. Or it will be just in stunned silence. <laughs> that could be. Um, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Well, hopefully, hopefully it's a good thing. If it's a bad thing, maybe we will, you know, record some other week. <laughs> but uh, let's just assume it's a good thing. We we actually had talked a little bit about the possibility that you know we might try to line up episode forty four with October eleventh. So 
it's conceivable that the next episode will be episode, you know, 43.5. <laughs> yeah. But just so we can get the numbers to work. I I dominated this this discussion more than usual. Sorry about that. That's okay. <laughs> uh oh well. Next time, next time we'll we'll organize it so that everybody has their own sections. <laughs> we had we had planned that in the past. Yes, we did. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But then, but then we, you know, we did that one week and then <laughs> never went back to it. <laughs> so, okay, should I should I close it off? Yeah, happy. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's anything else. Okay, and that's it for this episode. You can join us on the Baby Metal Podcast Discord to continue the conversation. Rating the podcast on whatever platform you listen on will help people find it. So please do that. We'll be back here in about two weeks. We hope you'll join us then. And until then. See you.